Game time. Over to Derek Wills and Peter Lombardius with first period play-by-play. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Welcome back to the South Point Toyota broadcast booth inside of the City TV building in downtown Calgary as we get set to bring you first period action from Excel Energy Center in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota, where tonight it's the Wild versus the Calgary Flames. It is now time to introduce you to tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Alpine Credits. We'll begin with the starters for Daryl Sutter's Flames at forward. Callie Arncroak between Dylan Dubé and Blake Coleman. On defense, Noah Hannafin paired up with Rasmus Anderson. And in goal, it is Jacob Markstrom. And starting for Dean Evison's Wild up front, Ryan Hartman between Kirill Kaprizov and Nick Bugstad. On the back end, Jonas Brodin paired up with Dmitry Kulikov. And in net, it is Cam Talbot. Tonight's starting lineups brought to you by Alpine Credits. On your home, Alpine Credits can get your loan approved. Alpine Credits. Homeowners get approved. Visit alpinecredits.ca. Aaron Crook and Hartman line up for the opening face-off. The Flames win it, and we are underway with the first period of play in St. Paul, Minnesota. The Flames with their road white jerseys on with red and yellow trim. We're moving from left to right on your radios. The Wild with their home green jerseys on with red and beige trim are moving from right to left. Wild to get the puck in deep. Dubé, who's got eight goals in his last seven games, will grab it. Play it up to the earboard to Anderson, who can't clear it. There's a shot by Brodine, and it deflects over top of the net and over top of the glass. And out of play, 31 seconds into the opening period. And we'll have a face-off coming up to Jacob Markstrom's right. Tonight's opening face-off was brought to you by Eastside Dodge. Right now, get $1,000 of free gas with purchase. With Jeep Wrangler starting at 278 by weekly, and Jeep Grand Cherokees from just $299 by weekly. Visit Eastside Dodge today. The officials tonight, the referees are John McIsaac and Kelly Sutherland, the linesman Scott Cherry and Ryan Gibbons. There's the matchup I expected. Erickson X line against the Lindholm line. Battle for the puck. Inside of Flames territory, it's picked up by Jordan Greenway, who tries to barge to the net, but gets cut off by Oliver Shillington. And the puck ends up deflecting over the glass and out of play. Another face-off coming up inside of Flames territory. This one to Jacob Markstrom's left. What a season it's been for one of the leading candidates for the Vezina Trophy. Leads the league in shutouts with nine. Is tied for fourth in wins with 37. Is third in goals against average at 2.21. And tied for third in save percentage at 9.22. Those are all career bests. Tonight, Markstrom playing in his 63rd game of the season. Only the Predators, UC Saros, the Jets, Connor Hellebuck, and the Canucks, Thatcher Demko, have played in more. We got a hand pass called against the Wild. 
Kind of a choppy start. Lots of whistles in the first 57 seconds of this opening period. The guy at the other end of the ice tonight is former Flame, Cam Talbot. Had an excellent NHL career. 2.63 goals against average and a 9.15 save percentage in 395 career NHL games with the Rangers, Oilers, Flyers, Flames, and Wild. And on a real roll right now, Lou. 12-0-3 with two shutouts, a 2.38 goals against average, and a 9.16 save percentage in his last 16 games and 15 starts. Guess when the last time he lost a game in regulation was? March 1st of the Calgary Flames. Wow. Here's Michael Backlund. He dumps the puck in, right in on Talbot, who stops it, clears it up the near boards, not out. Back to the right point, Eric Branson a shot. That's blocker to side by Talbot. And now Matt Boldy move the puck into the flame zone. Here's Nikita Zadorov. Right wing side to Gabranson who shoots. Again off the blocker of Talbot. And the Wild will nudge the puck out to the neutral zone. Gabranson will chase it back into his own territory. Had a great chat with him a little earlier today. Of course, this season's winner of the Peter Marr Good Guy Award. And Louis's been a good guy, a good player, and a good fit on this Flames team, hasn't he? It's hard to argue any of those three. Well, Iceland Dolman gets the puck in deep and chase it. Catches up to it in behind the wild net. Johnny Gaudreau in there on the forecheck picks it up and tries to feed it in front. Pass ends up bouncing back to the right point. Here's Anderson. Down little Matthew Kachuk in front. Lindholm a one-timer. And that shot gets blocked by Jacob Middleton. And the puck will ricochet back into Flames territory. As usual, Elias finds a quiet area about 20 feet away. But the former San Jose Shark with a good block. Here's Noah Hannafin, who is on an absolute heater right now. Comes in with a six-game point streak. Puts the puck in deep. Screwed up the fireboards and out. And now bringing it in is Tyson Jones, who tries to shot, but it has it blocked by Shillington. Taking the puck up in the near quarter, Brandon Duhame moves it behind the net, Jost. Play at right point to John Merrill, who throws it towards the net. It deflects wide. And now there's Jost in the far corner. Wrapped up from behind by Shillington, and now yanked out of the ice by the Flames defenseman is Big Jostle behind the play. Flames have clear it out. Wilder shoot it back in. As we pass the three-minute mark of the first period at XL Energy Center. The Flames have the only shot on goal and are still scoreless in this game against the Wild. Pocket of the neutral zone, picked up by Bugstad. Flips it into the Flames' end. Rasmus Anderson will take over. Leads the team in points by defenseman with a career-high 50. Moves it ahead to Blake Coleman. It ends up popping away from him and back to Jordy Ben, who slides it up the fireboards, and the Wild will clear it down the ice, and Kaprizov will catch up to it in the flame zone. Knock it in behind Markstrom's net. He can't catch up to it. Ryan Hartman does and shoots and misses. Back to the right point. Here's Kulikov with a shot that deflects up over the glass and out of play. And the Wild uh, are hoping to be 100% healthy going into the playoffs, Lou, but right now they're without two of their top four defensemen and one of their top forwards. From what I read today and heard, all three of those guys could very well play in the season finale tomorrow night. And they will need all of them if they're to win a playoff round or even more. No surprises in the matchup so far tonight. Erickson X line against the Lindholm line and every time Kaprizov has been out, so is Anderson and Hannafin for the Flames against the Yarncroke trio. By the way, the players the Wild are missing, defenseman Matt Dumba and Jared Spurgeon, who's their captain, and right winger Matt Zuccarello, who's had an outstanding season. Battle for the puck in behind the Wild net. Andrew Majapani gets knocked out of the ice as Kevin Fiala will pick the puck up. 
And skip it across off the far side to Kulikov, who crosses the Flames line and shoots right into the glove of Markstrom, who holds on. Well, this will, will be Jacob Markstrom's last regular season start. Don't know who will play tomorrow, whether it would be Vladar or not, unless Wolf gets sent back, but I don't think that's happened as of yet. But Jacob has given this team this season world-class goaltending and a big reason why they are in all the important defensive metrics in the spots that they are. Grow digging for the puck deep in his own zone, wins a battle and clears it out. Now they'll knock it back in and now Chris Tanev will slide it up the near boards. Matthew Kachuk gets hit knocked off the puck. And now Lindholm will pick it up and throw it down the ice and that'll be an icing call on the Flames. I don't know if you see it the same way that I do, but I thought in the last three or four games, the top line has looked a little off of it. Would you agree? Oh, I would. And I think Daryl Sutter would agree too. Um, you know, they've been dangerous at times in their own zone. Derek, on the wing, I haven't loved their puck management. Been spending a little extra time in there. And you put a defensive zone draw, Shillington. Slides the left wing side to Gaudreau, drops it. Now Tana will knock it out to the neutral zone to Lintom. Elias Lintom tied with Matthew Kachuk for the team leading goals with 41. Kachuk just took a stick in the face. And there does not appear to be a penalty call coming. Puck picked up. There it up the boards by Alex Goligoski. Can't get it out on his first try, but succeeds on his second. And now Joel Eriksson will dump the puck in behind the Flames net from center. And they're in the four-check. He's Marcus Foligno, but he can't catch up to the puck. As Kachuk comes back to get it, gets chopped down by Felino, gets back up. No penalty call coming again. As Kachuk flip it up the far side. Ryan Carpenter with a shot that deflects over top of Talbot's net. Carpenter back in the lineup after being a healthy scratch in the last six games. Why? Well, because Trevor Lewis flew back to Calgary to be with his wife, Kara, for the birth of their third child. As four-year-old twins, Bricks and Boone, are about to have a new sibling. Following the game, stay tuned for the Shane Holmes save of the game. For every one of those, all season long, our friends at Shane Holmes donate to get support Calgary. Visit ShaneHolmes.com. The better way to build. What a time for no sleep in your house. A week before the start of the NHL playoffs. That's when you need a good wife to maybe do a little bit more than her share of the work. Oh, I don't think many people have any idea what the uh, spouses of NHL players have to deal with in terms of gluing the house together. Yeah, very, very important. Face off coming up to Talbot's left. Carpenter will take the draw versus Jost. Quite an opportunity for Ryan Carpenter tonight to prove to the coaching staff that uh, they need him. He'll be ready to go come the Stanley Cup playoffs. Wild win the defensive zone draw and lift the puck up in the air and down the ice. Duhame racing after it. It's beaten to that puck by Zadorov. Who slides it out to center to Brett Ritchie. He plays a left wing side. Milan Lucic tries a shot but has it blocked. And now the puck gets swept back to the Flames blue line. Where Anderson will take over. Anderson bumped off the puck by Duhame. He's able to move it up the far side to Lucic, who can't get it out. Now Carpenter crawls it and moves it to Anderson. Skates the puck to center and shoots it in. 
Holman goes racing in there with a four check and over skates it. Callie Arncrow's going to pick it up in the far corner. Knock it up to the near side to Dylan Dubé. Dubé down low to Yarncroke. Still looking for his first goal as a flame. He centers it in front, but misses Blake Coleman with that pass. Puck back to the left point. Hannafin a shot tipped wide of the net by Coleman, who gets yanked down by Merrill. And Lou, you always look for that first penalty call to set the tone. Uh, based on what we're seeing early in this game, uh, you're going to have to pretty much decapitate somebody to get a call. Well, very different than how the game began in Nashville a couple of days ago. Completely different. Although, I'm not sure that first call set the tone on Tuesday night because it was hard to figure out what was and what wasn't a penalty in that game between the Flames and the Predators. Brodeen back in his own zone. Jonas Brodeen with a career high 29 points in 72 games this season. Off the wild break out with it. Here comes Bukestad up the left wing side. He gets pushed off the puck by Tanev to Shillington. They're right up the near boards. Tyler Tafoli trying to clear it. Can't. Kaprizov holds it in and floats it into the far corner. And, and off the right point is Kulikov. He drops it. Now it's slapped towards the net, but goes wide to the near boards. And now Kaprizov with a career high 105 points. Centers it in front. Hartman. Robbed by Markstrom. Oh my! What a save by Jacob Markstrom on Ryan Hartman. He had an open net, or so he thought. Oh. Harbin can't believe it. Here's Johnny Gaudreau with a shot, and he rings it right off the goal post. Although the goal light did go on, the referee, who was in a pretty good spot, did not point to the net to signal a goal. Action at both ends. Here's Frederick Gaudreau dropping, and now Foley with a shot that deflects wide of Markstrom's net. Kachuk will drop to Lindholm, returns the puck to Kachuk. He races across the wild line, tries a toe drag at a shot, but it's blocked by Middleton. Jacob Middleton acquired from the Sharks for Capo Kakinen and a fifth-round pick on trade deadline day is uh, wild to get a little bit bigger and stronger for the Stanley Cup playoffs. Back to the left point, Middleton with a shot that deflects wide of Markstrom's net. And now Carpenter will backhand the puck out. And to the wild blue line where Middleton takes over again. Middleton crosses the red line and floats the puck in behind Markstrom's net. The goaltender out to get it. Hannafin in the far corner, and he slides it to Lucic, who plays it right wide to Carpenter. Carpenter shoots off of the defenseman Middleton and wide to the far corner. Battle for the puck there. Lucic digging for it, knocks it free for Carpenter. Backhands it behind the net, but his pass to Ritchie is intercepted by Merrill, and Wild will come out to center with it. Here's Marcus Foligno, who has a three-game point streak coming in. It's the puck in deep, but Markstrom with a great outlet pass sends the puck to center, but it ends up bouncing away from Ritchie. And the Wild will dump it back in as we approach the 10-minute mark of a scoreless first period in St. Paul, Minnesota. Calgary had the first shot. Minnesota's had the last five. Here's Coleman with a long shot right into the chest protector of Talbot, who will hold on. What a save by Markstrom after as brilliant a pass as you'll see from Kaprizov to Ryan Hartman. Oh. Looks even better in slow motion. Wow. And you're right, that pass from Kaprizov was elite. Oh. We'll take Silly. a timeout as we inch towards the midway mark of the opening period at XL Energy Center in St. Paul, where the Flames of the Wild are still scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan.
Fired up since 1980. The Flames are only on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, Stanley Cup playoffs right around the corner. Single game tickets available. Be the one to tell your buddies that you're at Scotiabank Saddleham when they begin. Reserve your seats. CalgaryFlames.com slash playoffs. Hockey's dumped down the ice, and that'll be an icing call on the Wild with 10.23 to play in the opening period. Coming to you from the Cell Point Toyota broadcast booth. It's Red Tag Days out of the Toyota Tower of Power. Pre-order from over 500 incoming new Toyotas, and they'll secure your new vehicle ASAP with zero down and zero payments until October 2022 OAC. Only at Cell Point Toyota. What a month of April for Noah Hannafin, who has 16 of his 48 points this month. Blake Coleman gets hauled down by Jordy Ben, and I think the back official who is off of our monitor has called a penalty. Did indeed. Kelly Sutherland back at the helm again. He didn't make the call. It's a hook as Blake Coleman jumped to the inside of the veteran Jordy Ben off the draw. And Blake Coleman draws a penalty, and it has been special teams in the first two games of these two teams that have made a massive difference. The Flames four for eight on the power play versus the Wild. Flames head to a Holmes by Abbey power play on the season. They're at 23.5%. That is tied for eighth in the NHL. Wild penalty kill at 75.4% is 27th in the league. Flames have scored a power play goal in four straight games. The Wild have surrendered a power play goal in three straight games. So we'll see if those two trends continue tonight. Here comes Hannafin, the quarterback of the first power play. Gets the puck in deep to Chuck. Play it to the right point to Lindholm, who slides it across the line. Here's Hannafin. Far half boards to Goodrow. Tries to feed it out in front to Kachuk, but the pass gets broken up. And comes Fiala the other way. Kevin Fiala and up the right wing side. One on two into the flame zone. Gets tripped up by Hannafin, who loses his stick. Fiala then swats it away. Fans are upset because there's no penalty call on Hannafin. As Goodrow comes in, winds and fires a shot that's blocked by Fiala. Now Anderson will throw it into the far corner, but there's nobody there for the Flames in the wild. They're going to dump the puck down the ice right in on Markstrom, who had trouble with that shot from almost 200 feet. That was a tough short off. Anderson back into the puck deep in his own territory as the Flames now have their second power play unit out there. 43 seconds remaining in the wild penalty as Backlund turned back to his own blue line. Backlund moves it up the middle to Dubé. And Dubé will dump it in behind the wild net. Talbot able to knock it down off the glass and clear it up to your side. And now it's blasted down the ice by Jost. Markstrom will tee it up for Anderson with now 20 seconds left in this Flames power play. Anderson slides it out to center to Dubé. He turns it over at the wild blue line. And Capoli can't keep the puck in right point for the Flames, so he'll back it up into his own zone. As the final few seconds will come off the clock on the wild penalty. We're back to five on five with 8.20 to play in the opening period and still no score. And Richie up the right wing side. He rims the puck around, but there's nobody home at the left point for the Flames. And Killington has to chase it back into his own zone. Slides it up the right wing side to his partner, Tanev. He skates to center. It's forced back by Bugstad. Now swings it up the right wing boards to Richie who gets it in deep. 
Brett Ritchie. With three goals and four points in 10 games since he snapped his 29 game goalless and pointless streak to start the season. Lou, he's become a pretty important fourth line player for the Flames down the stretch. He's just a guy that you can really rely on to do his job. The minutes he gets are usually pretty good minutes. And with seven minutes and 53 seconds to play in the opening period in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. We're still waiting for the game's opening goal. The Wild have six shots. The Flames have three. But uh, Minnesota and Calgary are still scoreless. Back with more of the first period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 to fan. Streaming home and away on any device. Flames Hockey is on Sportsnet 960, the fan. Nothing to report on the scoreboard at XL Energy Center. With 7.53 left in the first period, the Flames and the Wild are still scoreless. And now with a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Pat Steinberg. Busy Thursday. Here's what's going on on the NHL ice. Islanders up 2-0 on Washington. Second period. Late second in Boston. Bruins lead the Sabres 2-0. Panthers still lead Ottawa 1-0 late in the second. And uh, we've got the Devils trailing Carolina 3-1 in the second. Blue Jackets out to a 2-1 lead on Tampa. Late period number two. Bucket shot at me on the Flames net. Shillington can't clear it out. Here's Bukestad. Turns into the near quarter. Feeds it out in front. Tanev ties up Kaprizov though and doesn't let him shoot. Now Kaprizov spins and shoots. That shot gets through, and Markstrom, with Hartman and his own man Backlund screening him, sees the puck and stops it and holds it for a faceoff. Oh, where Kirill Kaprizov is, danger and trouble are, especially in the offensive zone. He's already made one elite-level pass that set up the game's best scoring chance, belonging to 34-goal getter Ryan Hartman, and... When he's out there, if you're on the ice with him, keep your stick on the ice. You might get it. Even when you don't think there's a chance, you will. What a season Kaprizov has had. Leads the team and is sixth in the league in goals with a career-high 45 and points with a career-high 105. Three 100-point players on the ice in St. Paul tonight. It's been an exciting season in the NHL. Goals are up. And it's been fun to watch. Wild to get the puck in deep. Stutter seven minutes to play, and this still scoreless first period. Puck behind the Flames net. Greenway will grab it in the far quarter. It's knocked off the puck by Lindholm, and now Felino tries to set her. His pass to Eriksson X. Broke it up, and Eriksson X does hold the puck in. Backhands it in behind the Flames net, where Anderson will take over. Play it to Kachuk, who tries to spring Gaudreau, but the pass ends up bouncing over the blade of his stick. And in behind the Wild net. And now it's cleared out. And Gabranson will pick up at center. They give it to Coleman, who skates it back in. And flips the puck up the earboards. Not in deep, though, as Yarncroke will try to hold it in for the Flames. He has a stick lifted by Brodeen. There's it up the near side. And it's held in right point by Gabranson, at least for a moment. But now the Wild will dump it down the ice. And Orov will pick it up in the far corner. And send it out to center. Brodeen backs the puck up into his own territory to Kulikov. We'll leave the puck for Goodrow. No, not Johnny, but Frederick, who's having a career year with 13 goals, 29 assists, and 42 points in 74 games. Just to put that in perspective, his previous career highs, 3, 7, and 10. So it's really been a career year for Frederick Goodrow. Has it ever. He's been a very good player for them. Here comes Kulikov, the setter. He slides it up the right wing side to Boldy. 
Boldy returns the puck to Kulikov, who spins into the far corner, banks it off of Boldy's skate and behind the Flames net. Now Fiala picks it up in the near corner. It's been a career for him, too. Fiala fighting for it in front. Now the puck bounces behind the net. Goudreau will hit Carpenter and knock him down to the ice. It's Fiala takes the puck away from Carpenter. It feeds it in front. Here's a weak one-timer off the stick of Goudreau, fought off by Markstrom. Puck third to the blue line, and it bounces out. Now Lucic will pitchfork the puck to the wild blue line, but he blows the tire and falls. The fans get a kick out of that as puck will ricochet up into the air and drop just outside of the wild bench, and it's uh, fired into the flame zone by Nick Delorier. Another guy who the Wild picked up approaching the trade deadline, Lou, as they add more size and strength and ruggedness for the Stanley Cup playoffs. He's one tough customer. We'll take a break. We are in period number one at XL Energy Center in St. Paul. A battle between two of the top three teams in the Western Conference. And the Flames of the Wild are still scoreless. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Wills, Lupartius, Steinberg. This is Calgary Flames Radio on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Goals and good scoring chances. Hard to come by, especially for the Flames. Jacob Markstrom has had to make a couple of good saves. Remains 0-0 with 4.45 to go. Resoff will turn back to his blue line. Now lifted off the stick of Kulikov and into the flame zone. Tanev picks the puck up and gives it to Backlund. Banks it off the boards to Toffoli. He'll reverse it to Tanev. who slides the left wing side. Shillington tries to cut to the middle and gets hit knocked off the puck. And the Wild will move it into the flame zone. And now Tanev will clear it out. Here comes Majapani across the Wild line. There's to swing it up the right wing side to Toffoli with the pass is intercepted. Here comes Kaprizov the other way. He shoots and rips it. I think he caught a piece of the iron there. Where the goal post and the crossbar connect. That puck absolutely exploded off the stick of Kirill Kaprizov. Back deep in the wild zone now. Backlund digs it free and then gets bowled over by Middleton. It's... Buck is scooped up and brought out by Harton. Moves it up the right wing boards. Ahead to Alex Goligoski. Takes the puck behind the net. Now it's a bounce out in front. And Gaudreau comes back to get it defensively. And leaves the left wing side for Zadorov. It moves it rink wide. Kachuk steps in. Cuts to the middle. Setters. Lindholm tries a one-timer and fans on it. In hindsight, Kachuk probably should have shot the puck there. In a pretty good position. He's got 41 goals on the season. So does the guy he was trying to pass to. Tied for 10th in the Maurice Rocket Richard Trophy race. Here comes Greenway and up the left wing side. Drops and Erickson X shoots and that shot stopped by Markstrom. Now Anderson will pick it up in the near quarter. Bounce it off the glove of Goudreau and out to center. Jordan Greenway playing in his second game since returning to the lineup after missing seven games with an upper body injury. Another guy who's got lots of size which is uh, certainly a strength for this wild team. They've got some big boys, don't they? And no shortage of skill to go with it, I might add. Former star with the U.S. World Junior Team. Helped them to a gold medal in 2017. And you were right, Kaprizov, a rocket looking for his 46 of the year. Hit right where the post and the crossbar meet. And it remains 0-0, and then Erickson Eck, who I just think is growing into a Selkie-type player in his own right, 
And a good opportunity on Jacob from the left circle. One of the things we've talked a lot about with the Flames is how many guys are having career years. And in doing my prep for this game, the Wild are having the same sort of season. They sure are. And, and obliterating in some cases yep. like the Flames. Here's a shot by Duhame that's fought off by Markstrom. Locking behind the Flames net, Tanev. We'll tap it to Carpenter, who moves it up the fireboards. It bounces by Richie, but Lucic will pick the puck up. Lucic shoots, and Talbot punches the puck aside. Milan Lucic snapped a 12-game pointless streak with an assist in his team's 5-4 overtime victory over the Predators on Tuesday. And I would love to snap a 20-game goal to streak, dating back to March 16th by getting a goal in this game against the Wild tonight. And at the left wing side, here is Boldy, who has a career-long 12-game point streak on the line tonight. What a rookie season he's had. Started in the American Hockey League. Lou, I don't think he's going back to the AHL. Not a chance. <laughs> 39 points in 45 games, including that 10-game uh, point scoring streak that he's got going right now. Locking behind the Flames net, Zadorov. Slides it up the left wing side. Gaudreau coughs it up. Fiala picks it up and drops it off. And now the other Gaudreau, Frederick's got it. And we'll leave it near side for Fiala. It drops it off to Boldy. Boldy spins and backs it up to the blue line. Puck gets fired in behind the net by Middleton. Fiala fighting for it along the fireboards. It's Boldy who swoops in to pick up the loose puck. Knocks it behind the net to Frederick Gaudreau. Who centers it. Fiala shoots it off the shaft of Gabranson's stick. Over the glass and out of play. Well, good stick indeed. I would uh, give the edge to the home side in this period. I don't remember the Flames generating one quality offensive opportunity. And when they had a couple, they either had a shot blocked or when Matthew Kachuk made a strong move on his last shift to the middle of the ice, he dished off instead of letting it go himself. Wild win an offensive zone draw. Rodino bounced the puck into the far corner. There it's picked up by Greenway, but he's pushed off the puck by Hannafin, who will knock it out to the neutral zone. Here's Kulikov, left wing side Final to Brodine. Brodine will move the puck to Felino, flips it out to center. Backlund will take over there and drop it back to Anderson. Gives the puck to Hannafin, now gets it back. Anderson will bank it off the boards and off the stick to Foley and in, but the Wild immediately clear it out, and now Hannafin has it at the Flames' blue line. Flips the puck to center. Mangiapane will dump it in from there as Talbot waters out of his net and backhands it into the far corner to Kulikov. Moves it across to his partner, Brodine. Will feed Foligno, drops back to Brodine, and he'll move it up the right wing boards to Kulikov, who sends the puck to the Flames' blue line. Here's Shillington, right wing side to Tanev, who has his pocket picked by Foligno, but gets the puck back and slides it to Shillington, and he'll knock it out to the neutral zone, and Dubé will pick it up and dump it in from center. Now Coleman picks it up in behind the wild net, feeds it out in front, Yarncroke jamming away, and Talbot leaps on the loose puck and gets a whistle. Oh, good forecheck by Blake Coleman, a 16-goal getter. Beat his man to the puck, established inside position to drive the net as he stole it from Goligoski, tried to jam it, and good awareness by the former flame Cam Talbot to dive on a loose puck before Kelly Yarncroke could get to it. I like the way Yarncroke's been playing. Took him a couple of games after he missed a number with a lengthy and tough illness. 
But for me right now, that line is second best. Have not loved the Backland line on this trip. Long shot in by Anderson. It's gloved by Talbot. We'll hold on for a stoppage in play with four seconds left in this opening period. Minnesota's doubling up Calgary in shots. 10 to 5 in a still scoreless hockey game. In fact, I would suggest the Arncroke line and then, you know, before Trevor went home for birth of a baby, I've liked line three and four best on this trip. Yeah, I'm with you. But uh, without a lot to play for, really tough to judge guys at this time of the season. So we'll see what happens come the Stanley Cup playoffs because that's how the Flames as a team and how individual players on the team will ultimately be judged in this 2021-2022 season. Well, uh, compared to what we saw on Tuesday night, kind of a sleepy first period (laughs) at XL Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. Not that we were expecting what we saw at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville on Tuesday night, again tonight, but uh, a fairly low event first period in game two of this uh, regular season ending three game road trip as the Wild outshoot the Flames 10 to six in a scoreless opening 20 minutes. Through 20 with 40 to go. Second period play-by-play starts now with Derek and Peter, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Not a lot to, to report in the opening period at XL Energy Center in St. Paul. The Wild outshot the Flames 10 to 6. Jacob Markstrom did make uh, one, I was going to say 10 bell save. It was more like a 20 bell save. That's how good that stop was on Ryan Hartman. But uh, no goals in the opening 20 minutes tonight. Flames and Wild scoreless as we had to period number two in St. Paul. And yet another game tied through 20 minutes. It feels like. Uh, Every game has been tied following the first period of late. Uh, The Flames 15-7-6. When even after one, the Wild 14-8-3. And And if you dig deep enough, both teams can find things to play for tonight. But I think the most important thing for both the Flames and the Wild is to get to the Stanley Cup playoffs as healthy as possible. But uh, your thoughts on the opening 20 minutes of this one, Lou? Well, I I like Minnesota's game. I didn't love Calgary's game, but I didn't completely dislike Calgary's game. I just didn't think they generated very much. And it was a little sleepy. Nothing uh, some smelling salts won't take care of. Did you see that uh, video of Nikita Zadorov the other night? When he almost threw up (laughs) that one? Yep. By the way, on the terms of consistency, Flames own the best record in the NHL since the 29th of January, 37-4. and four. Yes, they have certainly been consistent this season, not uh, like some Flames teams of the past that uh, we labeled consistently inconsistent. And as Daryl Sutter said last week, that's why they are where they are in the standings with a couple of games to go in the regular season, and that is 30 games above 500 in the win-loss column. They've got a record that pleases my eye as someone who's a little bit OCD. They are 50, 20, and 10, and 110 points. And and that 10 is important, Lou, because I think about last season, the Flames only got three loser points in 56 games. It was one of the big reasons why they didn't qualify for True. postseason play. The team that beat them out, the Canadians, had 11. Had 11. And there was only a four-point gap between the two teams at the end of the regular season. So if the Flames had found a way to pick up more of those loser points, 
then uh, they probably would have gone to the Stanley Cup playoffs last season. They didn't. The Canadians did and wound up advancing all the way to the Stanley Cup final. You just never know. you got to get into the dance. And these two teams are in. And now just jockeying for position as we head to period number two in St. Paul. Aaron Croak lines up for the opening faceoff versus Hartman. And the Flames win it. And in the second period, the Flames with their road white jerseys on are moving from right to left on your radios. The Wild with their home greens from left to right. Alva slapped the puck in beyond the Flames net. Anderson moves it up the far boards to Coleman. We'll bank it off the boards and out to center, and Kulikov will slap it in from there. Anderson bats it up the near boards. Hannafin will chip the puck to Dubé. Dubé gets pushed off the puck by Hartman, who had the best scoring chance of the first. And Yarncroak will grab it and feed Hannafin, who gets the center and gets hit knocked off the puck by Bugstad. And now they try to spring Hartman, but puck ends up bouncing by him and into the far corner. Kaprizov is a magician with the puck. Sure is. Maybe the second best number 97 in the NHL. Yeah, you got to take it off to the other 97 in that <laughs> category. Battle for the puck in the corner to Markstrom's right. Anderson has it stuck between his skates, and now he gets yanked down and then pinned to the ice by Erickson Eck as Greenway comes up with the puck and slides the left point. Here's Middleton across the line. Puck gets tossed in behind the net. Anderson finally gets to his feet. Eric Sadak was on his back that whole time. No penalty call from the referee that was literally three feet away. Battle for the pocket beyond the Flames net. Eric Sadak tries to step out in front. He gets cut off by Yarncroke. And now Goudreau will lift the puck up in the air and into the wild zone. Flames will make a change as Middleton goes back to get it. Goudreau in hot pursuit of him. Middleton will slide it up the left wing side. The puck gets cleared out by Goldogoski. Now the Wild will change as Shillington takes over behind the Flames net. Swings it up the right wing side to Toffoli. Plays it left wing boards to Shillington and he'll shoot it in from center. Toffoli goalless in eight games. Nine if you include tonight's contest and I'm sure he'd love to get off the schneid before the Stanley Cup playoffs start. But as a guy who has won a cup and who went to a cup final last season, I feel like Tyler Toffoli can probably flip that proverbial switch when the playoffs start next week. I just think he's been a little snake bit. You think back to a couple of games ago when he had a wide open net, rang one off the near goal post. He's been around it. But I would like to see a little bit more from that line overall than what we've seen on the trip, but again, I refuse to read very much into any of this for about the last seven or eight games. We're gonna have plenty to read starting Tuesday. Here's Cabranson with a shot that skips wide of Talbot's net. And Alboldi will lift the puck up in the air and out. Lucic will pick it up at center. And get across the wild line and give it to Richie and get it back and shoot. And he stopped by Talbot. Now Boldy will pick it up and Richie clobbers him with a big hit along the near boards. And now Frederick Gaudreau will pick the puck up and dump it down the ice. DeBranson goes back to get it. He gives it away to Fiala in the near corner. Fiala tries to feed Boldy in the far corner but Zadorov picks off the pass and now skates the puck to center and dangles into wild territory. Zadorov will back it in behind the net to Kachuk who centers it in front. Gaudreau shoots and scores! On a beautiful pass from Matthew Kachuk, Johnny Gaudreau makes a quick forehand to backhand move and buries it. His 
40th goal of the season, gives the Flames a one to nothing lead. And gives the Flames three 40-goal getters. Nikita Zadorov, nice little move to enter the zone, and then he gets it behind the net, finds Kachuk, and Kachuk's pass goes off of the very steady, reliable Brodeen skate, finds Mr. Gaudreau, and before Cam Talbot could get set, he beats him backhand on the short side. Johnny Gaudreau's 114th point. He sits third in the Art Ross Trophy race, but nobody's catching the Oilers' Connor McDavid, who's up to 122 points. But uh, he could finish second, just one point behind the Panthers. Jonathan Huberto now. So the Flames strike first again. They have scored first an NHL high 53 times in 81 games this season. Here comes Gaudreau. Has the game's only goal. And up the left wing side, he shovels the puck in behind Talbot's net. Middleton will grab it and clear it up the near boards. And now Felino lifts it off the glass and out. Comes Greenway across the Flames' blue line. Greenway, it's cut off by Hannafin. There's the puck that's squirt into the far corner. Anderson just took a stick or a glove in the face. Checked himself for blood. Looks like he's okay as he gives the puck to Backlund. Do bounces it off a stick and into the wild zone. Well, at least he can swear at Erickson in Swedish. <laughs> and I'm sure he did. Here's Goligoski up the middle of the ice. And ahead to Jost. Jost with a shot that uh, gets tipped over top of Markstrom's net. And now Jost gets in there. He gets tripped up by Backlund. And we've got the first penalty call of the game against the Flames coming up. Michael Backlund got caught a little flat-footed there. And they're going to head to a Wolf Cadillac Calgary-powered penalty kill. One thing about Minnesota's record that is really hard to understand. 19th coming into tonight on the power play 27th on the penalty kill and still here they are with 111 points well they're gonna have a power play chance to try to up that as Michael Backlund with a reaching foul pulls down Tyson Jost and Daryl Sutter has a look on his face like I'm not sure he's all that satisfied with that one and not very good on the power play, and even worse on the penalty kill. Tells me the Wild are very good five on five. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes any sense, right? It does. They're very good at it. He's off coming up to Markstrom's left. Lindholm wins that defensive zone draw. He's out there with Dubé at forward. They've got the terrific pairing of Tanev and Gabranson in defense, and the Flames will clear it down the ice. On the power play this season, the Wilder at 20.3%. That is 19th in the NHL. On the penalty kill, the Flames are at 83.6%. That is 6th in the league. And a perfect 6 for 6 on the penalty kill in games 1 and 2 of their three-game season series versus the Wild. Here's Fiala, right wing side to Hartman. Hartman gets turned back at the Flames' blue line, but now gets the puck in. Walks into the near corner and banks it off the end boards. Back to the left point. And now here's Kaprizov, off a stick, into the near quarter to Fialu, plays the puck right point. It's backhanded behind the net by Goligoski. He's a brimming around up the far boards, but gets by Eriksson at left point. And Goligoski will chase it back to his blue line, where he gives it away to Coleman, who shoots, and Talbot fights that shot off. And now Eriksson will drop the puck back to Goligoski. Skates it across center, and now across the Flames' blue line, and leaves the left wing side. Eriksson tries a shot. It has a bounce wide of Markstrom's net. And now Anderson and Eriksson battle for it behind the net as Anderson wins that puck battle 
And the Flames shoot the puck down the ice. What a strong play by Anderson. Stayed on the right side. Kept his body between him and the floor checker. Slid it down the boards for a clear. Off the right wing side, here comes Hartman. He had seven goals and nine points in his last nine games. He'll back it up to the blue line. Brodine to Boldy with a shot that goes about 10 feet wide. Boldy gets it back top of the near circle and slides it down low. His pass bounces under Felino's stick. And now Greenway tries a shot that goes wide of Markstrom's net. Greenway gets it back in the far corner. Spins and drops the puck off. Comes back to the blue line. Brodine shoots and scores. Jonas Brodine wires one off the goal, posted in. His first goal in 29 games ties this game at one. Hasn't scored since the 3rd of March, but does right here is Greenway powerful. Frederick Gaudreau, a big screen in front. And I don't think Markstrom had a very good look at it with Mr. Felino standing right in front of him. And... To boot, Mangiapane was almost a double screen as well. So much for Jacob Markstrom tying Mika Kiprasov's franchise record for most shutouts of the season. Unless he starts tomorrow night, and I would be shocked if he did in the second half of a back-to-back and in game 82 of 82, Markstrom will finish the season with nine. Richie will shoot the puck in from center. Lucic in there with the four check. Will knock it down low to Carpenter. Carpenter slides the puck into the near quarter to Richie, who gets roughed up from behind, but protects the puck from Duhame and moves to the right point to Tanev, who shoots and just misses. And now Merrill will backhand it up the near boards and out. Catching up to it at center. Here's Delorier. He'll dump it in. The Markstrom races out to get it, lifts it off the glass and back out. And well, the Wild will. Overs get the back of their line, and Shillington will shoot it in from center. Oh, there are people in the building. I know there hasn't been a lot of buzz until now. Certainly not uh, like what we heard in our headsets on Tuesday night. A lot of uh, words being said on the ice. Some of them have four letters. Battle for the puck in the far corner is Coleman. Leave it behind for Anderson. Banks it off the end boards to Shillington. Lou, all of a sudden, the game seems to have a little juice. It needed it. Yep. And that goal has given it. And it just shows you what the crowd can do. What a great outlet by Shillington. That was beautiful. And now puck ends up sliding right in on Talbot. Clears it to the near corner. Legassi will bank it off the end boards. Over to his partner, Middleton. Lifts it up in the air and out. Felino gloves it down. Brings it in up the left wing side, banks it off the boards, and now Greenway will battle for it in the far corner, but he gets hit, knocked off the puck by Lindholm as Gaudreau is going to grab it. And uh, someone needs to wash their mouth out with a bar of soap. My goodness. Now Gaudreau gets tripped up by Goligoski. We've got a penalty call coming up against the Wild defenseman. I really like Johnny Gaudreau's game tonight. He's been moving his feet. He's got the Flames' only goal, and now... He forces Alex Goligoski to take a penalty, so the Flames will head to a Holmes by Avi power play when we come back. 11.44 to play in period number two at XL Energy Center in St. Paul. Johnny Gaudreau has his 
40th goal of the season. Jonas Brodeen his fifth. It is the Flames of the Wild tied at one. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Calgary Flames Hockey is on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Shane Holmes save of the game coming your way after it. Shane Holmes donates to Kids Sport Calgary for all the saves made. Visit ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. Flames head to their second power play of the hockey game. Tied at one of the wild. Flames with the offensive zone. Dryers Gaudreau back to the blue line ahead of him. Now near half boards to Gaudreau again. Tries to feed it out in front to Kachuk, but the pass gets broken up. And the Wild will clear the puck out and down the ice. Hannafin will take over and behind the net. Race up the right wing side across the red line. And now the Wild blue line. Hannafin banks it off the end boards and up the near side to Bonchapati. Returns the puck to Hannafin. Tries to slide it far corner to Kachuk. He does win a battle for the puck, but it ends up bouncing free to Eric Sinak, who swats it down the ice. Markstrom will tee it up for Hannafin. With a minute 19 remaining in this Flames power play, and now 11 minutes to go in the second period. In a 1-1 tie. Here's Gaudreau up the right wing side, but jumping up into the air is Middleton, and he'll swat the puck down the ice with his right hand. As Wild will switch up their penalty killers with now a minute remaining in this Flames power play. Here's Hannafin, right wing side to Yarncroke, who saucers it up the left wing boards to back them. Leaves the puck left point forward to Foldy, who rims it around to the far corner to Dubé. Dubé with eight goals in his last eight games, if you include tonight's. He's a cop the puck up, and now it's shot down the ice by Frederick Gaudreau. Markstrom out of his net, clear it up the near boards, and all the way down the ice himself, and that'll be an icing call on the Flames goaltender with 33 seconds remaining in this wild penalty. Yeah, nothing going on this power play for Calgary. The Roughnecks hope to have something going. Well, they're going to have fan appreciation night on Saturday when they play host to the Colorado Mammoth. Come for the party, stay for the tilt, and for all the giveaways. Secure your seats today at calgaryroughnecks.com slash tickets. Dubé will pick up a loose puck in his territory and give it to Backlund. Loses it. Foley finds it and backs it up to Anderson with 20 seconds left in a Flames power play that has looked completely disconnected. Here's Anderson. Back to Yarncroke. He taps the puck to Backlund. He'll slide it left wing side to Dubé. He'll leave it left point for Anderson. Anderson across the line to Foley. Foley winds and fires a shot. Nice right pad kick save by Talbot. One of his best saves tonight. Here's Anderson now. Anderson will walk the line as Oligowski comes out of the box. He rims the puck around to the near quarter to Yarncroke. Tries to tap it down, loaded to Foley. It ends up bouncing back to Yarncroke in the near quarter. And he's got Kulikov draped on his back. A six-man fight for the puck. It finally pops out of the pile to Jost. He'll slide it up the right wing side to Greenway, who moves into the Flames' blue line no further. Rowe's going to grab it and wind up. Race into the wild end. Rowe. As his pocket picked by Greenway, though, and the Wild will clear the puck out to center. Shalinkin shoots it back in for the Flames. Puck a ricochet into the far corner. It hops away from the Chuck. In behind the net to the guy with the game-time goal, Brodeen. He slides it near side to Kaprizov, and he'll move the puck rink-wide to Greenway, who glides into Flames territory and gives it to Hartman. And he'll swing it across the ice to Kaprizov, who dances by Shillington. Spins and centers, and now... A shot off the stick by Bugstad misses. Bugstad with a big body check along the near boards. 
as the Flames will bring the puck out. Here's Goudreau. Trying to slip it through a seam over to Kachuk, but the pass gets broken up, and the Wild will clear the puck down the ice. As Zdorov will tap it to Kachuk, who gives it to Goudreau. Rowing up the left wing side. Rims the puck around to the far corner to Carpenter. Plays it right point. Anderson winds and fires and just misses. And now here comes Kaprizov to center. Stick handles it up the right wing side. Cuts to the middle. Kaprizov shoots off the outside of Markstrom's net. Now Kaprizov gets it back. He'll turn at the left point. Lifts it up in the air and in behind the net to Harton. It's all tangled up with Carpenter along the end boards. The puck comes free for Anderson and they'll slide it up the right wing side to Ritchie. Moves it rank wide, and Hannafin will float the puck in behind Talbot's net. And we've got a stoppage in play. Do we have a penalty call coming up? I'm not sure what else the whistle would be about. Pretty sure we would. Something happened off of our monitors, and yes, we do have a penalty call. And it will be on the Wild, so the Flames will head to another Holmes by Abbey power play. They are one for two, and we'll have an opportunity to take their second one-goal lead of this hockey game. That's coming up. When we come back, 7.53 to play in period number two at XL Energy Center in downtown St. Paul, Minnesota. We're on goals by Johnny Gaudreau, his 40th, and Jonas Brodeen, his fifth. The Flames and the Wild are tied at one. Back with more of the second period. And Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Home and away, every game, all season. Sportsnet 960, the fan. 1-1 in this game. And now with a look at what's going on in some other games on a busy Thursday night on the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Patrick Steinberg. I can tell you that uh, the Nashville Predators, who are uh, trying to pass the Dallas Stars for the number one wildcard spot, are not off to a good start in Denver. They trail the Avalanche 2-0, seven and a half minutes in. San Jose out to a 2-0 lead on Edmonton. That game midway through the first period and uh, underway right now in Toronto. Looks like the Toronto Raptors will be going home. They trail Philadelphia by 25 in the fourth quarter. 110-85 Sixers lead with about seven minutes to go in quarter number four. Flames are on the power play with a chance to regain the lead. They are over two with a man advantage so far tonight. Ryan Hartman in the penalty box for the Wild. Lindholm will start the breakout. He lugs it across the red line and drops it off to Gaudreau, who's got the Flames' only goal, and he'll tap it left wing side to Kachuk. He leaves it for Hannafin, left point. Hannafin across to Anderson, far side to Gaudreau. Downloaded to Kachuk, back to Gaudreau. Flames using three forwards and two defensemen on the power play for the first time in a long time, Lou. Anderson steps in and centers Kachuk with the redirect. Fought off by Talbot. It's loose in front. And the Wild will clear it out. And down the ice. I wonder if Daryl isn't very pleased with uh, Mr. Mangiapane in the bumper spot. Now the Flames with Hannafin and Anderson playing the points. And they've got Lindholm, Gaudreau, and Kachuk up front. Now they start to switch up their units, and Shillington will slide it far boards to Goodrow. He backs into the far corner, moves it down to Kachuk, who tries to jam it in far side, but his shot gets blocked by Kulikov. And now a bit of a pileup from beyond the wild net as the puck will pop out to Goodrow, pokes it right point. Here's Shillington across the line to Anderson, who shoots, and that shot sails right over top of Talbot's net. And now Goodrow's got it, leaves it in the far corner for Kachuk. will bounce it back to the right point to Shillington, who shoots, that shot gets tipped by Goodrow, wide of Talbot's net. Now Goodrow's got it again. Back it up to the blue line. Shillington Anderson with a shot. Didn't get as much mustard on it as he wanted to, but still a tough stick save for Talbot. 
And Irish Goodrow to Lynn Tome in front to Kachuk, who gets denied by Talbot. And now Goodrow's got it again with 10 seconds left for the power play. Goodrow behind the net to Kachuk, back to Goodrow, back to Kachuk. And now into the high slot to Tanev, who shoots, and Talbot blocks that shot aside. Now Shillington will drop it to Kachuk. Makes a backhand pass over to Goodrow, drops Tanev, shoots, and misses Talbot's net. And that'll do it for the Flames' power play. They're 0 for 3 with a man advantage tonight. And losing the special teams battle because the Wild are 1 for 1 of the power play in a 1-1 hockey game. Hockey behind Markstrom's net. Hartman overskates it. Branson will clear it into the near corner, not out. It's centered by Jost. And there is a shot by Goligoski that's fought off by Markstrom. Now Jost takes over again. He'll back it up to the blue line. Here's Middleton, far side. Over to Duhame. His shot doesn't get through to the goaltender. As the puck ends up bouncing right between the two blue liners and all the way down into wild territory. There's a stretch pass. Jost will pick up the puck. He turns it over as he crosses the Flames line. Here comes Dubé the other way, but he overskates it at center. And Backlund will take over and fire it in from the red line. A little bit less than five minutes to play in the second period. Shots on goal are 16-14 for Calgary. And the Flames of Minnesota Wilder Tied at one at XL Energy Center in St. Paul tonight. That's a highly intelligent try by Cam Talbot. He knew the Flames with the long change were caught for a long time, so instead of letting the puck go for icing, he came out and played it to keep things going. And now there's an icing call on the Wild. Well, we'd like to think this is a postseason tradition. During the Stanley Cup playoffs, celebrate with fellow Flames fans at the Red Lot Community Viewing Party. It was a good place to be in 2019. Not only will you be able to watch the game on that enormous Titan screen, there'll be live music, interactive stations, food and drink prizes, and you can hang out with Harvey the Hound. Well, what a better way to spend the night. The cost, this is the best part, free. It's free, it's for me, that's my saying, Lou. Sounds like every media guy I've ever known in <laughs> nearly 40 years. Some more than others, I might add. You wouldn't be one of them, actually. Here's Gaudreau. He'll stick handle into the high slot. Tries to swing the puck to the left point to Zadorov, but it bounces off of Bugstad and out. And now Lindholm will pick it up and bring it right back in for the Flames. It's knocked off the puck at the wild blue line. Here's Bugstad. Right wing side to Capri Saab, who... Is a little bit off balance trying to accept that pass. And now he tries to feed it in front, but his centering pass is broken up, and the puck ends up out at center. Wild to bring it back in. Kaprizov gets stumped by Gabranson. He's roughing him up along the fireboards. Wild fans don't like that. And the Flames will slide the puck down the ice. Talbot out of his net. Get the puck to Kulikov, who can't clear it out. Backlund knocks it down and keeps it in. Moves the far corner to Majapani. Majapani. It's pinned to the boards by Ben as the puck comes free for Backlund. Backlund spins and centers. Shillington walks through the back door but can't bury it. That was a nice pass and a good pinch by Shillington, but just didn't get enough on the shot. Now Merrill will take over beyond the wild net. He clears it up the far boards, not out. Tanev gets tripped up. And the Flames can't hold it in. Now Shillington will drop it off to his partner Tanev. He slides it up the left wing side to Backlund. Backlund. Has to move it in front. Pass. Bounces off Richie. Back to Anderson. He floats a pass into the near corner to Backlund. 
Ackland will rim it around. The fireboards to Bonshapani, who drops it. Anderson winds and fires a shot. It's blocked away by Talbot. Flames hold the puck in. Here's Bonshapani spinning, trying to set her. Looking for Carpenter. Front pass gets broken up. And now Anderson attempts a shot that he can't get through. And that will stretch past the other way. Fiala dangles in and is poke checked by Markstrom. Great chance for Kevin Fiala. But uh, Jacob Markstrom with a Johnny Bauer-like poke check. Flames will dump the puck down the ice with just over two minutes to play. In the second period, we're going to have a 1-1 hockey game. Arava leave it in behind the net for Carpenter. Who centers it. Lucic shoots it. Misses Talbot's net. And now Kulikov will clear the puck out. And Boldy will shoot it in from center. Battle for the puck along the near boards. Zadorov and Goudreau. Comes back to the right point. Kulikovsky with a weak shot. Easily gloved by Markstrom. Who will hold on. We failed to mention this earlier. Nikita Zadorov with an assist tonight has 21 points. Every regular Flame defenseman has now reached a career high this season. Yeah, it's been uh, a great season for that uh, group of six. Lots of offense from the defense. And that's been an important part of the Flames' secondary scoring. But uh, some primary scoring tonight as Johnny Gaudreau becomes the third Flames player this season to get to the 40 goal mark. It had been a decade since a Flames player had done it. And uh, now they've got three guys with 40 goals. Lindholm, Kachuk, and Gaudreau. All three guys on the top line. So Gaudreau's 40th made it one to nothing Flames. Brodine scoring his fifth on the power play to tie things up. And that's where we're at in period number two in St. Paul. The Flames of the Wild are even at one. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet. 960 The Fan. The Calgary Flames play here. Sportsnet 960, the fan. 1-1 one, one the score in this game. Here in the late stages of period number two. As the Wild win an offensive zone phase off. Goldogoski, a backhand shot that goes fluttering right across the crease and into the far corner. And the Flames will clear it out to center. Now Greenway will grab it. Back it up into his own territory. Here is Middleton. Clear the puck out to center. It bounces off of Lindholm and back into the wild zone. And now Goligoski's got it again. Slides it up the left wing side to Middleton. He clears it out. Felino will take over at center. It's been a career year for Marcus Felino. 23 goals, 18 assists, and 41 points in 72 games. Back into the flame zone. Shillington loses it. Finds it. Gets away from the forechecking Greenway. And sends it out to center to Kachuk. Who drops to Backlund. He gives the puck to Goudreau. Spins back to the blue line and leaves it right point for Anderson. Anderson throws it towards the net. It goes off of Backlund and wide to the near corner. There's Gaudreau left point to Hannaford who tries to shot but gets blocked. And the loose puck is picked up and cleared out by Middleton. Gaudreau's going to grab it. It's turned back at the wild blue line though. He's will skip into the flame zone back to Anderson. Hangs it off the fireboards to Toffoli. Who fumbles the puck, recovers it, and then gives it to Backlund. Who's going to dump it in behind Talbot's net with half a minute remaining in the second period. Backlund knocks the puck down at the near boards and holds it in. Olegoski, it's uh, taken down by Toffoli. The fans call the penalty. The referees do not as Toffoli picks the puck up. Slides to the far side. Here's Gabranson. Across to Zadorov with a shot that's well wide of the wild net. And in front of the net, Backlund just got body slammed by his former teammate Talbot. And I think we've got a penalty call or calls coming up here. 
Well, Greenway was involved first. <laughs> Backlund just said something to Talbot, who's a hard guy to be mad at, let's be honest. True. He was mad, though. Greenway's got a big smile on his face. And I think someone's heading to the wild penalty box, I think. Talbot for interference on Backlund for tossing him. It's not out of the realm. Looks yeah. like a lovely day in St. Paul. Last night would have been a nice night to head to Target Field. Not that I would have done that. Yeah, two minutes for body slamming is the call. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that potentially could have been the penalty. I wonder who the number one goaltender will be for the Wild to start the Stanley Cup playoffs. You've got last season's Vesna Trophy winner, a three-time Stanley Cup champion in Marc-Andre Fleury, and then you've got Cam Talbot. Talbot's been the better of the two guys since they acquired Fleury from the Blackhawks, but, man, the Flowers got a great resume. He does. Believe it or not, if it was me, I'd start Cam... But the minute anything went wrong, I got a great place to go. It might work easier that way if you have to make a change. And knowing both guys, obviously they both want to play and want to be the guy in game one, but I feel like both Mark andre and Cam would support the other guy. Oh, for sure they would. I, I don't think that's always the case. I think about last season you had Mark andre Fleury and Robin Leonard, and I'm not sure that... Uh, they had the greatest relationship. Yeah, they both wanted to play, but uh, when one guy wasn't, uh, namely Robin, uh, I'm not sure that uh, he was uh, as supportive as he could have been with Mark andre based on what I've been told. Time for the final frame. Third period play-by-play is on Calgary Flames Radio. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Following a scoreless first period, each team tallied in the second period. The Flames open scoring at 2.59. Johnny Gaudreau becomes the third 40-goal scorer on the 2021-2022 Flames. His goal for Matthew Kachuk and Nikita Zadorov made it one to nothing. But uh, the Wild got that goal back in the power play at 6.02. Jonas Brodeen from the other Gaudreau, Frederick, and Jordan Greenway ties the game at one, and that's where we're at through two periods of play. And when tied following 40 minutes this season, Calgary is 8-6-5. Minnesota is 10-3-0. Flames will start the third period with a lengthy power play. They've got almost a full two minutes to work with and a chance to regain the lead in this uh, game against the Wild uh, in a battle between two of the top teams in the Western Conference. Well, the Flames are 0 for on the power play, and they have actually, one of their greatest strengths this year has been their penalty killing, but you go back to the other night in Nashville, and tonight they've allowed goals on their last three shorthanded situations maybe they can open up the period with a power play they did have a good stretch of hockey on the power play for about a minute and 10 seconds in their last one the first two uh did not really mount to very much at all don't you think both teams are playing a little like can we get this over cautiously yes yes this game is pretty much the polar opposite of the one that we watched on tuesday million percent where you had two heavyweight fights. You had a lot of hard hits, including that one. And Brendan Parker tweeted out a great photo of it 
Milan Lucic hitting Matt Duchesne, sending him flying through the air and his helmet about 15 feet up into the air. Just an incredible photo uh, to really capture what kind of game that was at Bridgestone Arena in Nashville on Tuesday night. I think uh, the best photo to capture what we've seen at Excel Energy Center in St. Paul tonight would be the one uh, of Nikita Zadorov with the smelling salts. <laughs> As the third period has started, although the second period was better than the first. We'll see what we get in the third. We had one good six or seven minute stretch. Yeah. In this period, the Flames with their road white jerseys on are moving from left to right in your radios. The Wild with their home greens from right to left as Gaudreau weaves his way through and then gets knocked out of the ice and goes sliding into the end boards. The puck comes back to the left point to Hannafin. Slides it across Kachuk. Tries to give it to Gaudreau. It bounces by him and back to the left point to Hannafin. He feeds it far half boards to Gaudreau. Throws it to the net. Lindholm the redirect and it goes wide to the near corner. Here's Kachuk. Back to the blue line to Hannafin. Hannafin top of the far circle to Gaudreau. Back to Hannafin who winds and fires a shot. Stopped by Talbot. And he gobbles up the rebound before Lindholm can get a stick on it. Well, we've talked about the effectiveness in the point production area for both Rasmus Anderson and Noah Hannafin. And I asked Ryan Huska about it, and he brought up a pretty good point. Noah, in the last 20 or so games, has had a lot of regular key power play time, and that has not hurt his point totals at all. A minute and three seconds remaining in this Flames power play as Lynn Tolman's an offensive zone draw. Back to the right point to Gaudreau. Goes Saucer back to the blue line to Hannafin. He shoots that shot, gets blocked by Middleton, but the Flames to Foley will hold the puck in. Moves it down low Kachuk, trying to get to it in front can't, and the Wild will slap the puck down the ice. A little different look this time, too. Yeah, Daryl Sutter clearly isn't very happy with his power play. Here's Kachuk to Lindholm, who tries to drop it to Gaudreau, but Puck ends up getting by him at the blue line. He'll grab it at center, wind up, across the wild line, and swing it up the right wing side to Kachuk. He steps into the near quarter and stops, and drops it back to the blue line. Shillington, far side to Anderson with a one-timer, kicked away by Talbot. And Kachuk sweeps it up the near side, but his pass gets by Gaudreau, and the puck is chipped down the ice by Jost. He's beaten there by the speedy Shillington as Anderson will leave it in behind the net for Shillington. He's having a career year. With nine goals, 22 assists, and 31 points. His previous career highs, three, five, and eight. Another guy who has just absolutely obliterated his previous career highs this season. And there are many of those guys in both of these teams. Wow, they're back to full strength. Just past the two-minute mark of the third period in a 1-1 game at Excel Energy Center in St. Paul. Aaron Krogh trying to clear a can. Ben keeps the puck in left point and tries a shot that's knocked down by Gabranson. He clears the puck out to center. And now Yarn Krogh will bank it off the boards to Dubé. He chips the puck in and chases it. Feet in there by Merrill. Moves it up the far boards to Ben. Ben will play the puck to Kaprizov, who gets spun off of it by Carpenter. And the Flames will bump it back in as both teams start to change. Talbot will move it up the far boards to Brodeen. He scored the game-tying goal in the second. Brodeen will give it to Frederick Gaudreau, who drops it. And now here's Merrill up the left-wing side. His pass goes behind Fiala, and Marstrom will water out of his net to get it. He almost gets caught as the puck pops out in front. And now here's Gaudreau to Fiala with a shot, and he one-times it wide. Well, Jacob Markstrom doesn't get caught out of his net all that often, Lou. He's really smart playing the puck and very rarely tries to do too much, but he almost got caught there. 
He sure did. And Fiala looking for another goal in his great season. Snapped his stick in two. Kevin Fiala with 10 goals, 13 assists, and 23 points in the last 11 games. And a career high, 33 goals, 51 assists, and 84 points in 81 games this season. That's 30 more than he's ever had in a season before. Bonkers. Here's Hannafin. Long pass out to center to Kachuk. Who turns it up the right wing side. And drops to Mangiapane who shoots off a stick. Up over the glass. And out of play with almost four minutes gone in the third period of this 1-1 game. It's a good play by Jacob Middleton who's been a nice fit. Came over at the deadline in a deal that saw Capo Kakinen, the goaltender, make his way to San Jose as a member of the Sharks. We'll have the best save of the game by Jacob Markstrom on the Shane Holmes save of the game. After the contest, Shane Holmes donates for all those flame saves to Kidsport County. Visit ShaneHolmes.com, the better way to build. Jacob Markstrom's save on Ryan Hartman won't be beat. Nope. I can tell you that. Nope. That save early in the first was one of the best I've seen all season. Here's the Foldy back to the blue line. Backlund to Blast, bouncing puck. Good Branson can't jam it in the net. Puck was bouncing on him. And now Toffoli ends up putting the puck on Middleson's stick. He'll back it up to Goligoski. Goligoski moves it far side over to Middleton. And he'll bank it off the boards and into the flame zone where Zadorov takes over and gives the puck to Backlund. And he'll skip it out. And now Goligoski blasted right back in. It's a much different Minnesota team when you add Dumba and Spurgeon on the back. That's a massive add when that happens if not tomorrow night in game one of the playoffs. And Zuccarello up front. Comes Coleman across the wild blue line. He slides it ahead. Dubé the redirect and it goes wide of Talbot's net. There's a nifty pass by Coleman to Dubé there. He's looking for his ninth goal in the last eight games. Is wild, good call for Isaac. He's gonna say that's one of the only touches Dylan's had lately that hasn't ended up in the back of the net. He came into tonight coming off back-to-back multi-goal games but I must admit I have not noticed a lot of number 29 in this particular game but I sure did here Coleman does a nice job to buy ice cuts to the middle creates a passing lane and laid a beauty saucer on Dylan's tape it looked like he got caught a little bit in between here's Lucic slides the pocket behind Talbot's net Talbot will play it into the far corner to Merrill. Clears it up the boards, not out. Carpenter keeps it in. Lucic centers. Ritchie shoots right into the gut of the goaltender, Talbot, who holds on. Oh, Brett Ritchie has been in on a couple of very important goals in the last couple of Flames games, which is great to see. And he has given the team usual seven, eight minutes tonight of solid work. I, I like how he skates, and I like his abilities on the forecheck to pressure defensemen and punish them and keep pucks alive. He's been an offensive zone draw. Kachuk turns into the far corner, tries a sharp angle shot that bounces across the crease. And Middleton will move it up the far boards to Goligoski. Gives it to Foligno and he'll drop to Eric Sedak who bounces it off one of the linesmen into the flame zone. Anderson digs it out of his skate, spins, and ends up giving it away to Foligno. Steps in and shoots and rips it. Right over top of Markstrom's net. Now Kachuk will pick the puck up and bounce it off Gaudreau's stick. And up the right wing side to Anderson. 
Boudreau is now one point behind Huberto for second spot in the Art Ross Trophy race. Here's Eric Tanek with a shot easily booted away by the right pad of Markstrom. The Panthers won 4 nothing tonight, but Huberto didn't play. Here comes Gaudreau, and Gaudreau shoots and misses Talbot's net. Wild will clear the puck out. And now Tanev will bat it back in, but not in deep as Greenway grabs it. Slides it up the right wing side to Kulikov. Kulikov gets cut off by Shillington as Tanev will take over in behind his net. Leave the puck in the near quarter for Backlund, who makes a good outlet pass to Shillington. And he'll race out to the red line. And now across the wild blue line to drop. Ajapani shoots, and Talbot kicks the puck into the far corner. Ajapani rims it around to the right point. Branson with a shot. It bounces right to the net. It's loose in the blue paint. And Talbot gets his glove on it and gets a whistle. That's where you got to go to score. And you're going to have to go there for absolute sure to score starting next week. It's a hard place to go. And that's one of the reasons why we've only got two goals in this game tonight. Because the guys may be a little bit less willing to go there in a game that, uh, truth be told, doesn't mean a lot to either team. We'll take a break. We are just past the six-minute mark of the third period at XL Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota, where the Wild and the Calgary Flames are tied at one. And this is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Home for your Calgary Flames and the NHL. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. From Boomer in the Morning, Flames Talk, Jeff Merrick Show, Big Show, more Flames than you can shake a stick at. And you can listen to all our shows live or by your favorite podcasts. And it's been an offensive zone drop. Dubé twisting and turning along the near boards. Lock the pocket of the corner to Coleman. It's all tangled up with Kulikov. Is will come free for Kaprizov. Banks it off the end boards into the far corner to Kulikov. He'll bank it off the boards and out to center ice. And now Foligno slide it up the left wing side. Kaprizov dangles in. It's forced behind the net by Tanner. And tries to feed it in front to Hartman, who gets bumped off the puck. Markstrom will clear it up the fireboards, not out. Kaprizov knocks it down and keeps it in for a moment, but now Dubé will take over. And drop it back to Tanev, who lines across the red line and shoots it in. It's flames will start to change, and it's Brodeen, who scored the game-tying goal in the second period, will set up the breakout from behind the wild net. Brodeen will clear it out, and now Boldy will shoot it in. Buck rims right back out, though. And to the wild blue line, here's Kachuk. Rank wide to Hannaford. Gets bumped off the puck by Goodrow as Legoski will grab it in the far quarter and give it to Goodrow. Frederick, not Johnny. And he plays it into Flames territory. Anderson's going to clear it right back out. And now the other Goodrow, Johnny, will drop it off to Hannaford, who plays it right wing side to Anderson. And he'll move it a rink wide to Goodrow again. And he'll drop a weak shot towards Talbot's net. It's knocked down in front by Middleton. Middleton able to get away from the forechecking to Chuck. Crosses his blue line, and now the red line. And shoots it in. Zdorov will pick the puck up and give it to Lucic, who can't clear it out. Fiala in front, shoots, and whiffs on that shot. From point blank range, he had a chance to make it 2-1 wild, and just misfired. Flames will sweep the puck into the wild zone, Ben. He'll back it up to Merrill. Bounces it up the near boards and into the flame zone, but Gabranson will immediately clear it out to center, and Richie will shoot it into the far corner. Merrill goes back to get it, and gets thumped by Lucic along the far boards, but he does clear it out as it bounces off Polino's skate deep into the flame zone. Polino and Tanev collide along the end boards as Greenway swoops in, picks up the puck and centers it, but can't get it to over to Eric Sinek as the Flames will 
Knock it out to the neutral zone. Now Greenway slides the left wing side. Erica Nett shoots. Marston blockers that shot over top of his net. Chillington will take over in the far corner. Pass ends up eluding Carpenter. Who wins a battle for the puck and one hands it out. And Omar Chapani will move it into the wild zone as the flames start to change. We have reached the nine-minute mark of the third period at XL Energy Center in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're on second period goals by Johnny Gaudreau and Jonas Brodine. The Flames in the wild are tied at one. The other game we're watching, the Avalanche lead the Predators 3-1 early in the second period. Erickson just got dumped by Mashapani, and the fans want a penalty call, but I don't think they're going to get one. It's L'Oreal flipped the puck up the right wing side to Kulikov, who skates across center and shoots it in. Markstrom out of his net. Hank it off the boards to Zadorov, who tries to go rink wide to Toffoli, but misses his Flames teammate with that pass, and that leads to an icing call. And the reason that game is important is because if the Predators defeat the Avalanche tonight, they leapfrog the Stars into the first wildcard spot in the Western Conference with uh, one very winnable game to go for both teams, but if the Predators lose that game, it uh, comes down to game number 82 to decide who the Flames will face in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. With Dallas in the driver's seat yep. with a one-point lead. I think the Flames are going to play Dallas. Wilds in an offensive zone. Drawn. There's a shot off the stick of Hartman that's stopped by Markstrom. Loose of the blue tape. And Zadorov clears it away but not out. Here's Hartman, top of the far circle to Kaprizov, who's wrestled off the puck by Zadorov. Using that 11-foot-long stick of his, will pitch forth the puck down the ice. Middleton leaves it in the near quarter for Goligoski. He'll clear the puck down the ice. Icing's waved off as Hennepin hurries back to get it. Hennepin dodging a check from Hartman. Slides it up to the near side to Yarncroke. Knocks it out to the neutral zone. Goudreau crosses a wild blue line and shoots. And Talbot sticks that shot aside. Goudreau battling with two members of the wild for the puck in the far quarter. Kaprizov comes up with it. And now the wild will lift it up in the air. Drop it into Flames territory as we've got less than 10 minutes now remaining in regulation time. Calgary out shooting Minnesota 26-19 in a 1-1 hockey game. Here's Hannafin up the left wing side, off a stick, over the glass, and into the seats in downtown St. Paul. And we'll take a timeout with a little bit less than 10 minutes to play in the third period in Minnesota, where the Wild and the Calgary Flames are tied at one. Back with more of the third period, and Pat will have a look at the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard as well. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Your team, your station. Calgary Flames Radio is on Sportsnet 960, the fan. 1-1 in this game, and now with a look at what's going on in some other games on the Riverside Golf Center out-of-town scoreboard. Here's Pat Steinberg. Okay, underway right now. Predators have moved back within one on the road in Denver. Ryan Johansson has just scored, so Colorado leads Nashville 3-2 early in the second period. Of course, that game has a direct impact on who the Flames will play starting next week in round one. Uh, approaching the midway mark of the second period in Edmonton where the Oilers trail San Jose 2-0. First period's underway in Vancouver. Canucks and Kings are scoreless. Lou, picking your opponent is a dangerous game to play as we've learned uh, the hard way many, many times in the past. But if you're the Flames, would you rather face the Stars or the Predators without Saros? Probably option number two. Because before you thought the Predators were probably a little bit better matchup than the Stars, but that was with Saros. 
Lose your starting goaltender, that changes everything. Is it ever? Here is Middleton with a blast, fought off by Markstrom, who dives to keep the puck out of his net. Now Gaudreau's going to grab it and skate it out. He crosses the red line and lifts it up in the air, right in on Talbot, who, like a center fielder, will grab the puck. And hold on. You said nothing would come close to Ryan Hartman. This one, that is oh. some save. Not sure that would have counted. That stick and the redirect was really high by Erickson Eck. But not only did Jacob stop it with his left pad, he had the presence to poke it away from an on-rushing Alex Goligoski, who has never scored a goal in his lengthy career against the Calgary Flames. And hasn't scored a goal in 55 games dating back to November 26th. There's that too. Only four games away from 1,000 though. Mm -hmm. Had an excellent career, 15th professional season, first with the Wild, following parts of four with the Penguins organization where he won a Stanley Cup in 2009. Six with the Stars and five with the Coyotes. Must be excited to be heading back to the playoffs after a long absence. Ghost with a stick handle through some traffic in the neutral zone, turns the puck over at the Flames' blue line, and here comes Carpenter the other way. Bank it off the boards and in behind the wild net. Ben goes back to get it. Banks it off the far boards to Duhame who can't clear it out. Now Ben gets it back and he will send the puck out to setter. Laurier overskates it. Boy, Nick Laurier sure has been fighting the puck tonight. He's still trying to get acclimated to his new team. Acquired from the Ducks for a third round pick back on March 19th. Here's Hannafin in the near quarter to Goodbranson. Branson gives it away to Gaudreau. Frederick Gaudreau scores! Freddie Gaudreau snaps the puck past Jacob Markstrom on the short side. And for the first time tonight, the Wild lead. They're out in front of the Flames. 2-1. Well, we've been used to Johnny Gaudreau with multi-point games. This time it's Frederick's turn. As the Flames turn it over, Eric Branson in behind Michael Backlund, and Gaudreau snaps it by Jacob Markstrom on the short side, and Jacob was not very happy after that went in the net. I wonder what he was unhappy with. I don't know if he was unhappy with one of his guys getting a stick in the road or the pass. Goaltenders don't like getting beat short side either. I'm thinking he was probably as upset with himself as with anybody else. Here's Fiala now ahead, dangling in. Gaudreau robbed by Markstrom. And now Frederick Gaudreau's got it again, but he gets hit and knocked off the puck as Fiala takes over for the Wild. Has defeated him front, but his pass is blocked by Hannafin. He gives the puck to Coleman, and he will clear it out to center. Boy, Frederick Gaudreau looked like John Gaudreau on that shift. Had a good night. Had a great season. And it will take over in front of his net. But now, just over seven minutes remaining in the third period. And the Wild out in front of the Flames, two to one. Here's Johnny Gaudreau. On the left wing side to Shillington. He slides it right wing boards to Kachuk. He crosses the wild line. Spins and drops to Tanev. Tanev in the near quarter to Gaudreau. He feeds it in front looking for Kachuk on the doorstep. But he gets all tangled up with Middleton. And 
and accept the pass in the wild. We'll clear the puck out to center. Tanev will fire it back in from there. Puck will ricochet into the far corner. Chuck over skates it. And now Bugstad will lift it up in the air and skip it into Flames territory as both teams change with six and a half to play in the third of this one goal game. Norov floats the puck towards the wild net. It's cleared out. And now Kaprizov will chip it up the near side. Hartman speeds in, stops, and drops. And now there's Merrill with a shot. It's deflected wide of the Flames net. Branson will move it up the near side to Richie. He sends it out to center to Lucic. The Flames have a three on two. Lucic leaves it left wing side for Carpenter. Who tries to feed it in front, but his pass to Zadorov is intercepted by Kaprizov. And here come the Wild the other way. Kaprizov, stick handling in, gets shoved off the puck by Anderson. Now Carpenter will carry it out to center and bounce it off a couple of bodies in deep in a wild territory. Lucic in there on the forecheck. Gets hit, knocked off the puck, and now held up by Hartman as... Newham will lift the puck up in the air and into Flames territory as both teams start to change. Here comes Anderson and up the right wing side with a weak wrist shot, easily gloved by Talbot, who will hold on. No goals in the first. Johnny Gaudreau and Jonas Brodeen traded tallies in the second. And Frederick Gaudreau has the only goal of the third. Add them all up, and it is the Wild 2 and the Flames 1. We'll see if Calgary can square the score in Minnesota when we come back. This is Calgary Flames Hockey on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Fired up since 1980, the Flames are only on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Single game playoff tickets are on sale for Flames fans. And get guaranteed seats for all Flames home games in the 2022 Stanley Cup playoffs by purchasing your 2022-23 season tickets. Yeah, you can secure your seat for every home playoff game by securing your seat for all of next season. It's a good idea. Yeah. Visit calgaryflames.com slash playoffs in order to do that. I don't think either one of these two teams would be interested in extra time, but you know the Flames will try to get it there with 5.22 left in a 2-1 game. Flames will wrap up back-to-back and their 82-game regular season schedule tomorrow in Winnipeg. And they take on the Jets. And then the countdown to the start of the Stanley Cup playoffs next Monday. We expect the Flames to start on Tuesday, but that has not been confirmed. Here's Mangiapane, left wing side to Backlund. Back to Mangiapane, who crosses the wild blue line. Mangiapane shoots off of Brodeen and wide of the wild net. Update on the Riverside Golf Center out of town scoreboard. The Avalanche now lead the Predators 3-2. Here comes Fiala in. Fiala's stick handles towards the net. Gets forced behind it by Branson and then centers it. Puck comes back to the left point. Middleton move it behind the net. Branson knocks Fiala off the puck, and Zadorov will scoop it up and skate it out. And now he bounces it off the stick of Boldy up over the glass and into the netting. Nikita Zadorov with his career-high 21st point of the game. Back on Johnny Gaudreau's 40th as he became the third Flame member and the third member of that line 
to hit the 40-goal plateau this season. Good diving work by Eric Branson to take away any passing lane for the dangerous 25-year-old product of Switzerland, Kevin Fiala. Battle for the puck along the far boards in wild territory. Coleman digs it out and rims it around up the right-wing side. Anderson who comes in off the point. Anderson will turn back to the blue line, spin and rim the puck around to the far boards to Yarncrook. Bats the puck in behind the net. Coleman with a stiff body check on Ben, knocks the puck free. It ends up squirting up the far side to Duhame. And he'll roll the puck into Flames territory with a little bit less than four minutes now remaining in the third period. And the Wild out in front, two to one. Here's Middleton. Throw it in reverse and back up into his own territory and slide it up the far boards to Merrill. Merrill gives it back to Middleton. And he'll bounce it off of Eric Sinek and deep into the Flames zone. Marshall will move the far corner to Hannafin. Gives it to Gaudreau, who's got the Flames' only goal, his 40th of the season. Kachuk will grab it and give it to Gaudreau. Scampers it up the left wing side and banks it off the end boards. Up the near side to Lindholm. Rims it around up the far boards to Kachuk. Kachuk will back it up to the blue line to Zadorov. Takes a shot, hangs out of the puck, and now slides it right point to Gabranson. Gabranson to Kachuk. He leaves it behind for Gaudreau. And he'll play the puck right point to Zadorov. Zadorov steps in and shoots and is stopped by Talbot, who makes an awkward-looking left pad save. And now here's Lindholm with a shot. He scores! Elias Lindholm rips the puck past Cam Talbot. His team-leading 42nd goal of the season ties the game at two. Can he deliver it or what? Great little sequence inside the zone on the cycle flames exchanged it well zadorov back to the blue line where of course elias was because he's in great defensive position and instead does a marvelous job using jacob middleton as a screen and snipes it short side top shelf 42nd tie game another game another goal another big goal by elias zebulon Lindholm. Zebulon? <laughs> it's his middle name. Are you kidding? Nope. Uh, he scored the game-winning goal. Two minutes and one second in overtime and the Flames' thrilling 5-4 victory over the Predators on Tuesday night. That was his ninth game-winning goal of the season. He's tied for the team lead with Johnny Gaudreau and tied for sixth in the NHL with those nine game winners. And He's got the game-tying goal tonight. And we're back to uh, square one at tied at two with 2.34 left in the third period. Zebulon. <laughs> Z-E-B-U-L-O-N. You know how I know? Because uh, Tori Peterson loves to tweet out his full name. I can't believe I haven't noticed that. Well, I'll never forget it. I can tell you that. <laughs> it's hard to forget. Zebulon. What's your middle name? Thomas. What's yours? George. James, James. For Patty. Yeah, we're all pretty boring. No, I like it. Here's Hannafin. Hannafin with a shot fought off by Talbot. Well, the Avalanche now have another two-goal lead on the Predators. It is 4-2 Colorado. Here's Mangiapane. He tries to walk into the high slot. He gets knocked off the puck by Kaprizov. One hands it up the far boards. Bukestad. Give it right back to Kaprizov, who gets stuck in a Bermuda triangle of four Flames defenders and turns it over. And now to Foley. Will dump the puck into the wild zone with... Two minutes remaining in regulation time of a 2-2 game. 
I do have an unusual confirmation name, though. Wolfgang. Wolfgang, yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm going to lift the puck up in the air. Your parents think you're going to grow up and into the late music? No, no, they didn't get to pick it. I got to pick it in grade eight. Oh, okay. They give you a book of saints. All you have to do is pick a saint's name. Wolfgang. All yeah. right. I went with Saint Wolfgang. Yeah. Here's uh, Brodeen. Yeah. <laughs> Wing yeah, side to Fiala. needs to stop. <laughs> Gives the puck to <laughs> Freddie Goodrow, and he'll dump it in beyond the Flames net with a minute 15 left in the third period of this 2-2 game. Yarn Croak in the near corner. Bank it off the end boards, and no battle going on between Dubé and Fiala. Fiala with a high hit on Dubé. They're at each other's throats. One minute remaining in the third Middleton with 60 seconds to go in the third period. Wild to get the puck in deep, Fiala. Pick it up in the near corner, rim it around, but there's nobody there for the Wild. They were in the middle of making a change as Gazro's going to grab it for the Flames and feed Kachuk. Returns the puck to Gazro, who slaps it in from the Wild blue line. Kachuk after it. Can't knock it down, but Lindholm does and gives it to Kachuk, who feeds it far corner to Gazro. He centers it. Hannafin shoots and whacks it wide of Talbot's net. Back to the right point, held it at the line by Anderson. He moves it near corner, Kachuk centers Lindholm to Gaudreau in front, and he redirects it wide of a half-open net. And the Wild will clear the puck down the ice. Johnny wasn't ready for it. He wasn't expecting it. He thought Elias was going to tee it up. And here comes Carpenter across the Wild line with 15 seconds to play in the third period. He gets it in deep. Richie in there on the forecheck, beat to the puck by Greenway, who can't get it out. Lucic holds it in. Lucic, give it to Carpenter. Backhands it behind the net. And Kulikov tries to clear, but Tantana with the last second shot that's blocked. And Johnny Gaudreau slamming his stick over on the Flames bench. He knew he had the game on his stick and could have ended it late in the third period. But instead, we go to overtime for the second straight game. 2-2 through three in St. Paul, Minnesota tonight. Yeah, slammed his stick and yelled out, Holy Zebulon! <laughs> okay, I'm done with that. Yeah, for now. If Elias no, scores the game-winning no, goal in no, overtime again, I'm going to use you, it in my call, though. You, you can go ahead. I'm warning you right now. Oh, it's good. I'm going to leave it alone. Tomorrow, <laughs> the Flames will wrap up their 82-game regular season schedule, the longest season in history, uh, when they'll take to the ice at the Canada Life Centre in Winnipeg, where they'll play the Winnipeg Jets. Boy, there's going to be some... Uh, Hard questions asked, and it'll be an interesting off-season in Jetland. It'll be interesting, I think, on Mr. Fireplace Flames warm-up at 5. And then we'll have the game from the... Really? As long as I'm around, I plan on it being interesting. From the South Point Toyota broadcast booth at 6. Speaking so of the Winnipeg Jets, yes, I just want to congratulate our colleague Dennis Bayak oh. who announced today that he'll be retiring not from hockey broadcasting nope. but from National Hockey League broadcasting. He was the longtime radio voice of the Maple Leafs and uh, has since been the longtime television voice of the Jets. Uh, great broadcaster, a great guy and uh, all the best to, to Dennis as he steps away from uh, a full-time job calling hockey games, but uh, it's great that he'll still be calling some games uh, internationally is. for TSN. Well, Dennis was somebody that I've looked up to my whole life because I grew up listening to him calling Saskatoon Blade hockey as a kid. And the thing people don't know necessarily about Dennis is Dennis 
was in junior hockey management for a lot of years, an assistant GM with the Blades. Then he was a GM in Seattle with the Thunderbirds. He is an incredibly smart, classy guy. And um, yeah, I could never say enough good things about him. I wish everyone in the industry was just like him. Overtime is underway at XL Energy Center in St. Paul. We're on goals by Johnny Gaudreau and Elias Lindholm and Jonas Brodine and Frederick Gaudreau. Flames and Wilder tied at two. There's Kaprizov with a shot right into the flaming sea on the front of Markstrom's jersey. And he'll hold on 19 seconds into OT. The more I watch Kirill Kaprizov go about his business, the more I think about a current star in the league. Patrick Kane. His ability to make plays, the way he enters the zone, reads the game, shoots the puck. Boy, he's a wonderful player to watch. Wildman an offensive zone drawers Kaprizov on a shot and he zips it wide of Markstrom's net. Now Brodeen wins the battle for the puck and knocks it in behind the Flames net where he fights with Anderson for it. Anderson loses his stick and we've got a penalty call coming up. Is it going to be a delay of game call against Rasmus Anderson? Yeah, for putting his hand on the puck. And Rasmus is incensed because he didn't think he covered it. He said, I'm pushing it. I want to get a look at the replay on Sportsnet West. He was without his stick, which is why he tried to play the puck with his hand. Uh. Tough to tell in slow motion, to be honest. It's pretty close. Yeah. Probably not a call I would have made in a 2-2 game in overtime, but I'm not a referee. So the Flames will head to a Wolf Cadillac Calgary powered penalty kill. The Wild, who have trailed 1-0 and led 2-1 tonight, will have an opportunity to win the hockey game. And Dean Evison, who is one of the five names on my Long list for the Jack Adams this season has called a timeout. When's the deadline for that? It is May 2nd. So we got our ballots yesterday. Yes. And we have to narrow it down to three, and we have to put those guys in order. I know who's going to be number one on my list. Yeah, me too. I've got to figure out numbers two and three, and I think Dean Evison will slot into one of those spots. I think he's done a really good job with this wild team. I agree. He's going to be, he's going to be number three on my ballot. Maybe two. And Todd McClellan's probably going to make my ballot too. Interesting. Right now, the Wild are going to head to a power play with 4.26 left in overtime in a 2-2 game. This is my favorite Van Halen song, by the way. Love it. You like this tune? Oh, I love it. It's a good one. It's very sporty. Yeah. Erickson Ekwins an offensive zone, Dryers Fiala. Left point to Kaprizov. Kaprizov into the far corner to Hartman. And a high slot to Fiala. Back to Kaprizov who scores. Very questionable penalty call on Rasmus Anderson in overtime. The Wild get a power play, and they capitalize. Kirill Kaprizov one times the puck pass Jacob Markstrom, and the Wild defeat the Flames 3-2 in OT.